Happy Monday, y'all. Last week, the biggest story of 2023 went down. The Texas Education Agency's takeover of HISD, the largest school district in Texas. There are so many layers to this story, and so in an attempt to start peeling some of these layers back, we're spending the next two episodes of CityCast Houston to explore both sides of this controversial move. Today, we'll hear from soon-to-be ousted HISD board member and secretary of the board, Dr. Kendall Baker, about why he believes this takeover over is a good thing. It's Monday, March 20th. I'm AKL Moomin, and this is what Houston is talking about. Dr. Kendall Baker, thank you so much for joining us today at CityCast Houston. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. So as we know, uh, TA has decided that it's going to officially take over uh, HISD and I wanted to start with how we got here. Could you like give us a quick recap on what exactly happened? Sure, and thank you again for having me. Yes, in 2019, uh, the Texas Educational Commissioner uh, sent a letter of its intent to move in and take over. Uh, number one, there was a cons- consecutive academic uh, perf- low performance of a high school called Wheatley High School. Uh, number two, there were multiple violations of the law by sitting trustees at the time. And number three, we have had a state conservator for two years, and that in itself is enough to take over. How do you think HISD, or even from your own perspective, things should have been done differently to improve the school districts? Uh, have there been suggestions that have been given to make to improve it, given solutions? First of all, the job of a board member is to govern. And we have one main employee who is the superintendent of schools. We are to communicate our thoughts, our desires through him, and he is to manage the 27,000 employees of the largest school district in Texas. So we have a list of what you call goals and constraints. And for example, one of our goals is that third graders will increase reading by eight percentage points by the year 2024. And so as we are in our weekly board meetings on every second Thursday of every month except July, mm-hmm. the superintendent gives us an update on the goals and constraints. And our questions are to be, you know, if you're not meeting the mark, or if you are meeting the mark, but if you're not meeting the mark, our questions are the who, what, how, and when. How do you plan to do this? What is your strategy? What kind of resources? And Superintendent Miller House, the current superintendent, has a team of about 10 cabinet members, they call them chiefs, chief of schools, chief of operations. Yeah. They have been doing a pretty good job uh, trying to, you know, bring forth a great future for the Houston Independent School District. He has a five-year strategic program uh, project that is, you know, already underway. He was doing some major cutting and trying to peel back, you know, and, you know, really effectively and efficiently utilize taxpayers' $2.3 billion budget. Now, in addition to supervising the superintendent or, you know, managing our only employee, the superintendent, we also set policy uh, for the school district, board policy. Yeah. 
you know, BAA local. All those policies are listed on the website, which is HoustonISD.org. And our third responsibility is to uh, approve the budget. And we're dealing with $2.3 billion. Now, when I was elected in 2021 uh, in a runoff, I beat an incumbent by the name of uh, Holly Flynn Velaseca. But even over and beyond that, three new people won. There were three there from the old regime and three from Midway. And although Superintendent Millhouse had a five-year strategic program, mm -hmm. the board members, we are still divided. We were still divisive. We were still fractured. And we were not professional. I sat on boards around the city because I've been here all my life. Mm -hmm. And board members are supposed to be professional, hands off, not micromanage, and let the superintendent do his job. And if you go back and watch our meetings on Thursday nights, it's like a circus. And I've been warning them that, don't y'all know the TEA has been watching since 2019? Stop it. And they didn't. And so here we are today. And I'm happy that Mike Morad was given a green light by the Texas Supreme Court. Because uh, over and all, even though Superintendent House had a five-year strategic program, the uh, administration still hides stuff from the board members, in my opinion. And when we ask questions, they only give us the company line. And it's like they sit in the meetings and wait until, you know, it's over, hoping that a board member don't ask that question to dig up the bones. Either they don't know or they'll say, we'll have to get back with you. And, uh, you know, seven out of 10 times, they never get back with us. So I, my hope is that the appointed board of managers come in with an, a new superintendent and really clean the house. And I'm known as saying that it's like the exterminator. You come in, if you want to get your house exterminated, you put out the bombs, you leave the house, the roaches are cleaned out, bugs are leave. <laughs> and then you come back, and that's what the uh, takeover is like. The sitting trustees have to leave the House. We'll, we can still, we are still elected, but we have no voting or governor's power. But my hope is that we get some good board of managers and, and really do a great job and clean the House real good, scrub it, find the bones, find the bodies, you know, and fix it, and, and track where every dollar has been spent, clean the House, and then hand it over back to the elected officials. So uh, kind of to pull back a little bit on that strategic plan, this, uh, do you think um, TEA has any plans of continuing any of those programs that you view as positive from that period of time? Yes. Mike Murat is very fond of Superintendent Middlehouse. Mm -hmm. Superintendent Middlehouse is very articulate. The plan was well put together, five-year strategic program. Uh, its uh, goal is to increase student outcomes in every area, including reading, including math, and overall education, including starting new magnet schools where magnet schools were a desert, mainly in a black and brown community. He already started seven. He had uh, dreams and plans of uh, creating uh, 14 more, which took a total of 21. And so Miller House, I got to give him a pat on the back. He was headed in the right direction. But unfortunately, the corruption in the past and the still fractured board now overcame and, you know, did not overcome uh, what the TEA 
was really searching for. And unfortunately, you know, they were given a green light and the citizens are really going to, in the end, be happy, in my opinion. Mm. I believe we're going to save some taxes. We're going to find out where HISD tax money is and the students are going to be more prosperous. And I also believe that, and I, my desire is that the Houston Independent School District at, at least come to the top 10 oh, wow. so that when people move to Houston, they can say, look, I want to go to HISD instead of going to KIPP Academy and Yes Academy. A lot of people just don't like HISD. There's a lot of criticism that's being levied from critics of this takeover that uh, this is politically motivated, that there is some ties to the to those charter school plans. That's is a, that the case, or is this actually TAA looking out for the interests of the student? That's a bold-faced lie. It is not politically motivated. Commissioner Mike Morat has the community, the taxpayers, and the children's heart in his hand, the best interests of the district. It has nothing to do with being a Republican versus the Democrat. But the Democrats in Houston are, are trying to make rallies and protests, and maybe it's for them to uh, get keep name recognition and make an issue where there's none. But you're looking at a man who serves on the board, who knows it from the inside out. I know Mike. I know the governor. I, I know all the names I just mentioned. It has nothing to do with politics. It all has to do with the success and the improvement of student outcomes for our district. Uh, HISD has been a colossal failure to the school, to the children of Houston for the last 30 plus years. And the Bible says in Psalms chapter 8, verse number 2, that out of the mouth of babes, when babes cry out, in essence, God will answer. And children have been crying out. The special ed children crying out. The elementary school crying out. The middle so school crying out. So based on this, out. Dr. Baker, based on this, how do you see that the TEA takeover will benefit students, teachers? Because the board members, as it is, we are stuck. We are fractured. And we can only go so far. I see the takeover as hiring in, for, as compared to hiring at an external source to come in and take over the full reins. And therefore, it'll loosen up the grips that the employees have had on information for years, and they have no choice but to loosen up because the red coats are here. And so that's the only way that we could really get to a better school district is by having reinforcement come in from the state. It's almost like the state troopers come, the red coats are coming, the FBI, because as it is now, the board can't get nowhere. We're trying to get somewhere, but we can't get nowhere. Just go look at the meetings. So this is the only solution. And I thank God for Governor Greg Abbott, for Commissioner Mike Morat, for Deputy Commissioner Steve Latchelot, for having the boldness and the courage to stand up for the children of HISD and just ignore the noise of the Democrat politicians and look out for the best interests of every child, 189,000 children 
of the Houston Independent School District. And hopefully mm -hmm. when we and if we resume our positions, uh, we'll have a, mm -hmm. the greatest school board and the best district to manage in the whole United States and in the whole world. You see a future where you and the rest of the board members or a new elected board members are reinstated. How long do you see this lasting that y'all would be able to achieve for restoration? It's it's hard to say. It's hard to say. But Commissioner Murat said on an interview, <laughs> his desire is for it to be as quick as possible. But he can stay there from anywhere from up to six years if he wants. Wow. If he stayed to six years, that'll surpass my term because my term ends in 2026. And then uh, we, because we run staggering, there are about four or five positions that are running in this November. So they're going to be running for office while the board of managers is there. But that's just how it is. I mean. So for you, what do you do in that interim period? To my knowledge, we're in the shadows. We are supporting the board of managers. We're giving them information and the inside of our district. Uh, hopefully the board of managers that that are there, they live in the district that they're going to be representing. And hopefully, you know, they're going to be business. I hope to still be in communications with them, to, you know, to bring them up to speed, to tell them where we left off at, and then, you know, give them all the support we need to give them. And we can, meanwhile, still be meeting in communities. Uh, the TEA has four meetings scheduled in the communities already starting uh, next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Uh, at, at several schools. You'll see it on the TEA's website. Mm -hmm. So we can we can still be there in the shadows helping them out. We'll, we're still elected. We can still communicate with our constituents. Yeah, I, I sense a lot of optimism for you for the future of what this is going to happen. So kind of as my last question here, for a lot of these parents and and teachers and, and even maybe students who are worried about uh, what is going to happen in the future, this uncertainty that they're, that they're feeling at least, what would you tell them to ease their concerns as they are going out and protesting and writing petitions and all of that stuff. As a pastor, as a pastor sitting in one of the greatest churches in Houston, yeah. Houston's First Baptist, and you can see the beautiful background and the uh, praise team. The song that came to my mind is, don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing, mama, father. Because TEA is going to make everything all right. It has nothing to do with the day-to-day -day operations. Continue to take your children to school. Continue to have them to do their homework. This is a very high-level activity. It will not affect the day-to-day -day operations uh, and the day-to-day -day, you know, school routine of children. Stay calm. Be at peace. Rest easy. I am a pastor. I'm the pastor of HISD. They call me, and I can tell you just rest easy. God has it all in his hands, and everything is going to be better in the end. All right. And on that note, thank you so much, Dr. Baker, for coming on and giving us your perspective on this issue. It's a pleasure. Thank you all for having me, and feel free to reach out anytime. And may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you uh, is my prayer. And the Lord is blessing the Houston ISD with this intervention uh, by the Texas uh, Education Agency. It's going to be great. It really is. I'm very optimistic. It's going to be better 
than it was, than it is today. It really is. Thank you. That was Dr. Kendall Baker, the soon-to-be ousted HISD board secretary. Now let's get into some fun news. Katie is blowing up right now. Every other day, there's a new spot I want to hit up, like this new bar called AGR Sports Adventure Park, which opened late last year. In one spot, you get mini ball, Nerf Wars, laser tag, axe throwing, and paintball. On top of all of that, they have a full bar and an on-site restaurant. The concept is wild, and they also want to support the community. So every Saturday, they host live music and comedy shows with as many local acts as possible. It's only in Houston that we can actually get a Swiss knife bar. Tomorrow on CityCast Houston, we'll hear why the TEA takeover isn't a good thing when Jackie Anderson, the president of the Houston Federation of Teachers, joins me to answer the same questions I asked Dr. Baker. Talk to y'all then. Bye, y'all. Like this new bar called AGR Sports Adventure Park, which opened like, mm, like, mm, why do I sound like I'm on Mean Girls? Okay. <laughs>